Ketavoch, everybody. So I'll tell you, Maisa, you know, the, the Baltanya, one, the Baltanya's son, one of his sons, Rav Dov Ber, who eventually became the Mittler Rebbe, the second Lubavitch Rebbe, so he was known as Mamish, uh, not just a genius, but a big, big Ever Hashem, someone whose davening was with intense Tevekas, an intense Ever Hashem. So the Maisa goes that when when the future Mittler Rebbe, he wasn't the Rebbe yet, but uh, when he was young and he first was, was married, so there's a particular story that he went to his in-laws who lived in a, in a different town, Nam and Liyaj, in a different town, and uh, he went there for Shabbos. And so he's spending Shabbos by his in-laws, by his, uh, by his father-in-law, mother-in-law. And he noticed at shul that he was davening by, there was a particular yid, that he saw the Mittler Rebbe had good eyes, he saw that this yid wasn't davening with as much kavana and as much hislavus as this Jew could have. So what the Rebbe did, and he would do this in occasion, you know, he saw as part of his avodah, not just to better his avodah Hashem, but to try to help other Yidin too. So he engaged this Jew in conversation, and sort of in the middle of the conversation, in a nice, uh, soft way, told him, you know, Lamaisa, you know, we could all work on our, on our tefillah, and you as well, and he sort of gave him chizik to work on his davening. And so this Yid turned to the Mithra Rebbe, and he said, 100% I'm a Kabbal, I know that I have to be a better davener, and Bez Hashem, I'm going to work on it, and maybe one day I'll be as good of a davener as I can be, maybe as good as you. But he said, but I, but I do want to tell you, just to explain a little bit the difference between me and you. A little difference. He said, listen, let me, let me tell you about myself. This is what the Jew says. He says, listen, my parents are partially very, very simple people, with a simple neshamas. So when they were zaycha to have a child, so the Rabbani Shloylam, these are they're simple people. So the Rabbani Shloylam took a simple neshama and gave it to simple people. So I'm a simple neshama. Not only am I in a simple neshama, I was raised in a home that obviously was God-fearing, and I went to yeshiva, but by the time I was 14, 15 years old, my yeshiva education was done. I had to go help my father to make a parnasa. And eventually, you know, years went on. Again, I, 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 I dive in three times a day. I go to the mikveh. I learn a little bit. I do what I can. But that's as far as my education goes. And then when it came time for me to find my own parnasa, so my mazel had it that the way my parnasa is, is that I, uh, I'm involved in the shuk, in the marketplace. I sell merchandise in the marketplace. I have my booth, and I sit there. And he says, and he says to me, and what do you think I do all day? He says, I sit in my store. I'm doing handling. That's all I'm doing is handling with people. People come in. You want to buy this? I say, I, you know, I, I, and they say, yeah, for sure. And they ask me the price. I say, whatever the price is, whatever the price is, it's too high. Just constantly handling with people. And he said, and, and, and the truth is, most of my clients are non-Jewish farmers. The particular merchandise that I buy and sell and so on is farming equipment. And most of them are non-Jews. And so even when they come and finally, after haggling enough, they're willing to buy uh, uh, merchandise from me. So they usually don't have the money on them. So then I have to write down, make a whole documentation to make sure who they are and uh, get their address. And it's a whole avoided to try to get the money from them. These are farmers. They work very early in the morning, so I have to get there before they start working because once they start working, they're already going to not have the time to talk to me. So I have to go already before sunrise to get to their house. And then when I get to their house, they know that I'm there to collect the money. They don't want to pay me. So they start draining me a cup. I have to sit down. I have to talk with them. I have to have a drink with them. I have to get to know their family. It's a whole avoider. And then at the end of the day, maybe I get paid. You know? And that's my life. And so then I come home. I'm very tired. And I shove myself to Mincha Mayrev, and I open a Sefer, and I learn Ein Yaakov, learn a Mishnah, 
And yeah, is my kavana the best in the world? No, but that's that's my life. This is the this is the pekel that I was dealt. I'm doing the best I can. And now he said, "Well, let's learn to you." And what about you? He said, uh, "Your parents, your father, your mother, you the tzaddik, the tzaddik of the generation, the tzaddikus of the generation, big big neshamas." So when they were zeichet to have a child, what category of neshamas does Rav Hashem give them? A big neshama. So you have a big neshama, and now you have a big neshama. You were also raised in the house of the Valtanya. You're raised in the house of tzaddikim, surrounded by gedolei chesidim that are dedicating their lives to avodas Hashem, and you have to do anything but sit and learn and to devote yourself to that. And so you daven the way a Jew is supposed to daven. And I'm asking, I'm going to work on myself. I have to, but just appreciate where you're coming from and where I'm coming from. That was the end of the conversation. So the Mithra Rebbe never, never, never had a conversation like that before. You know, no one ever spoke to him like that. And his mom is shaken up. His mom is shaken up. He thought to himself. So at the end of the day, this year, this year's right. So what is my entire avodas worth? Everything that I'm committing, all, all, of, all of my avodas Hashem. Maybe he's nothing compared to that yid. Because it's true, like my davening is greater than his, but based on all the background that I have, and, and he's right, that he laid out the situation very, very well. Uh, who knows what my avoid is worth? Maybe my avoid is worth much less than this yid. His mom is shaken up to the core like this. So he decided that when, after Shabbos was over and so he's going to go back home to his father, he's, uh, he's going to go into Yechidus by, by the Rabbi of Altanya to discuss this, to work this out. And you know, just on a, on a side note, by this Sadiqim, obviously, the, you know, the Baltani was his father, but, but he was also his rabbi, you know, so it was like a funny, uh, interesting relationship. And he would go to Yechidus by his father, by the rabbi. And so he went to Yechidus, and the Baltani worked it through with him and said whatever he said. But weeks later, when this particular chassid found, found his way to Baltani also for Yechidus, so it's a famously, the Baltani said to me, he said, I want to give you a Yashakayach. He said, What's Yashakayach? He said, My son is going to be a rabbi. But he wasn't yet a chassid. So you had the schus of turning my son into a chassid. So I wanted to give you a shkayach for that. And that's what a chassid is. That's what it's, a chassid is someone that, that understands that with all their avadis Hashem and all their big madregas, who knows, maybe another year that's given a more difficult situation in life and a difficult peckle to bear, and he does what he can to serve the Rabbanish on his level. Who knows? Maybe the Rebbe was more nachas ruach from that other Yitzhavayda. Who knows? And that level of bittel, of, of humility, of, of honesty, and, and, and you know, that, of, 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 of being able to see yourself with another Jew and not just measuring yourselves based on you know, uh, you know, benchmarks that are tangible, but to understand that in terms of where this person is coming from and what type of avayda the Rebbe is receiving, and then to not know who the Rebbe is getting ikr nachas from, is it from the person with the biggest kishonis in the world, or maybe it's the person with the least kishonis in the world, to not know the answer to that, that's what it means to be a chassid. So Hashem should bless us, we should be zeichet to become chassidim like that, and, you know, to, and to be humble and honest with ourselves, and to appreciate another Jew, and to appreciate the avayda that any Jew is able to muster up, whatever level they have, to devote themselves to whatever they can, to the Rabbana Shalom. That's Iker Nachas Ruch the Rabbanu Shlom has. Hashem should bless us for the week of of Nechama and Yeshu and Brach and Parnas and Shefa. Amish Adli Dai Bebiyas Kol Tzedek Meher Vimeinu Amen.